Welcome to Telling the Tale. It's the podcast where we cover every single Telltale video game. I'm your host, Mitchell Farley-Wolf, and I'm joined, as per always, by other host. I just called you a ghost again. I'm so sorry. Oh, my goodness. Dustin Cornelius Jackson. Here I am, everybody. We're still doing it. Why did I call you a ghost once, but also twice? Yeah, coast to coast. I We're both have... coasts. This is... This is a huge number of episodes into the podcast for me to start fucking that word up. <laughs> you Well, you know when you do something for so long that you start fumbling it? Yeah, yeah. You let it it's go to probably muscle memory, that. but then the muscle memory starts deteriorating. Yeah, it's probably that. I think the podcast is just going to be like this from now on. Well, speaking of like this, this week we played Minecraft Story Mode Season 2, Episode 4, Below the Bedrock, released on November 7th, 2017, directed by Daniel uh, Rosales, designed by Juan Vaca, Michael McCormick, Mandy Beninav, Andrew Parker, and Matt Almer, and written by Nicole Martinez, Meredith Ainsworth, and Drew Leibick. Mitchell, I got a question for you. Sure. What'd you think of this episode? Oh, you got me. I was going to ask you that. You, <laughs> you, you judo master. Um, I liked this one quite a bit. I liked it quite a bit. Yeah. Um, I think it might be the best episode of Minecraft story mode thus far. Including everything from season one. Yes, just in huh. all of it. Just the whole series. I thought this episode was on fire. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, I liked it. There were there were some good things at the end of season one. I would need to sort of go through my mind palace about to make sure I could say that. But I do think it's my favorite episode of this season for sure. Yeah, like I season one has some episodes that are like a little more interesting. Like you have the murder mystery that was great. The the stuff in like the second half of season one, all great and inventive and creative and fun. But this episode, I just feel like. The writing was there. The The characters were there. It might be the first time where I've, like, actually cared about any of these Minecraft losers. <laughs> That's so funny, because, like, in the first episode of this season, we were talking about, like, whoa, I didn't realize I cared about these people, because we're, we're experiencing a time jump, and the place looks different, but the people are more accomplished. And now you're saying, no, nah, I never before now cared about these <laughs> Minecraft losers. Well, no, that was great in, in season in episode one of season two. But yeah. I feel like this is the first time that they were actually able to get me to have like some sort of emotional attachment to these characters. Like yeah. in, in, in the beginning of this season, I was like, yeah, that's great. I guess I do care. It's great seeing all this stuff again. But this is the first time where I was like, these characters have, like, emotional issues that, I don't want to say, like, reaches The Walking Dead or anything, but I feel like it's the first one that gets me there for Minecraft. It, it's to the point where I'm like, oh, no, these are characters. These are people that, like, have stuff going on, and I'm invested in what's going on with these characters. Like, the part with Petra later in the episode talking about, like, where she's at, I was like, whoa, I give a shit about Petra. Yeah, that was surprising to me, too, because I have complained about Petra. Yeah. Uh, publicly, even, on a podcast. <laughs> multiple times going up toward this moment and what she's saying in this moment is not necessarily different than anything she's been saying before she is sad that you don't have enough time for her compared to being the mayor of uh beacon town not you're not the mayor you're whatever the champion whatever yeah uh like she's been complaining about that and it's been really like shallow up until right now. Where she's been saying, like, but, but what if I want to go on an adventure and then you don't? <laughs> it's like, well, come on, dude. We'll just hang out after. <laughs> what? Don't be weird, please. Uh, but, like, in this episode, she says, again, it's basically the same thing. But the way she breaks it down demonstrates that she has a deeper understanding of, like, her own stuff being unfair to push onto others. But... Just having to deal with the uh, changing of the world around her. It becomes so much more sympathetic all of a sudden. 
uh, and, and they do a great thing in this episode where, like, I finally understood what the writers were trying to go for with Petra mm-hmm. in this episode. It's, it's when it finally clicked because they were they're comparing her to Romeo. Uh, mm-hmm. And before this point, you don't really know why that would be a comparison. But uh, in this episode, you find out that Romeo, as one of the three admin that there used to be, um, just loved hanging out and making games and challenges for his two friends, Zara and Fred. Um, and it, it was clear that like he got too attached in an unhealthy way to Zara and Fred. Uh, and the fact that they had lives on their own was something that he was not going to abide. Uh, and that's what that's his heel turn. That's like where his evil comes from. He, uh, yeah. His being over demanding and suffocating uh, and, and abusive, really, toward his friendships. Yeah. Uh, and Petra sees him doing that. And obviously she's a better person than him. Uh, obviously she's much more understanding. Uh, she's coming from a place of actual love rather than uh trying to force people to submit to her love Um, right she's not being abusive about it but she is being overbearing i think it Mm -hmm. would be fair to say uh and and for the game to like come to that conclusion forcing those two characters without them even being in the same room ever in this episode romeo does not show up in this episode um they, that is interesting. He just, the big villain just doesn't show up. Yeah, well, we've got a lot of him from the last three episodes, so I think yeah. it's, he can take a break. It's okay. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. I, no, I don't mean it as a bad thing. It's just, I it didn't even click with me until you brought it up. Yeah, maybe his voice actor had the mumps. Uh, well, possibly. You might be right. It was probably a mumps thing. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like, anyway, they're not, they weren't even in the same room, but they were able to, uh, so clearly and decisively wrap those two story trend uh strands together in a way that i thought was deft and capable in a way that the walking dead storylines typically are yeah uh, from telltale so i was i was impressed with that i got more out of minecraft characters in this episode like you said than i had ever before and it was the first time that I was actually a little bit uh, sad that there's only 13 episodes I was, <laughs> of, of this I was, game. I was thinking exactly that. Like, this one episode made me sad that we're not going to be getting more Minecraft. Yeah, it, it you know, dear the, during the end, like, it really turns me around on how I feel about characters like Jesse and Petra. Um, mm-hmm. Not Ivor. Ivor comes back in this episode. It's a, it's a fan favorite character coming back for a fan favorite moment. Doesn't do much for me, but oh, it, I loved it. I, I I thought I thought it would for you. The whole Ivor scene. I was like, yes, clapping at my TV the whole time. Yeah, with your hands and your feet clapping. My hands, together. feet, and other appendages just all clapping. Yeah, just opening and closing like a book. Dustin was. <laughs> you know me. Um. Yeah, yeah. Um, Zara was great in this episode. Zara, yeah. the uh, the other admin, the uh, who who's both still alive and a a good person. Uh, com- well, I mean, she's rough, right, kind of compared to Romeo, right? Yeah, she she's a little bit of a shadow the hedgehog figure. Yeah, she you know she's got that edge, but deep down she's a cool person. Yeah, she's nuclear. <laughs> she's she's simil- she's in the same ballpark as a knuckles type yeah <laughs> knuckles esque yeah, yeah nuclear that's the perfect word um <laughs> but yeah they do a great job with zara like selling that scene where she's just like breaking down because her bed got destroyed just a fucking bed um yeah and it works i think it works to sell just like how desperate she was to get back here and it's just all gone there's a thing in uh, in Minecraft about beds exploding. <laughs> uh-huh. That's just that's a thing about beds in Minecraft. Um beds explode in certain conditions. That's fun. Um in the ne- if you bring a bed to the Nether, it explodes. <laughs> because you're not allowed to sleep there. Right. Um so they just have it explode. 
There, that's just the thing about beds in Minecraft. Just to bring up the the fact that like beds kind of have some extra meaning to them. Right. Yeah, you're not in the Nether, although there is an Enderman. There is. There's a big giant Enderman. Large. He's Largo. It's pretty large. Yeah, I I like this angle that Ronan is like. I can take these familiar Minecraft elements and totally just fuck them up. Uh, who's Ronan? Not, not Ronan. I meant R- Romeo. Why did I say oh, Ronan? Oh, okay. Okay, cool. Was um, there a Ronan somewhere else? No. Huh. <laughs> um. No. <laughs> cool. Wait. Was there a Ronan somewhere else? I, I mean, I don't know it any feels other... like a familiar word here. Right? Yeah. Why else would I say Ronan? I don't know. Hang on. Let let's let's bring it to Google. Tell tale Ronan. Um. Hmm. hmm. There's Roman. Roman from Walking Dead. Yeah. No. <laughs> no, that's not it. Hmm. Was there a character named Ronan in the Expanse? Was there a Ronan in there? I don't remember anything. <laughs> there was Ronan from uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, but he wasn't in the Telltale one. Right, yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, no, you made it up. Cool. <laughs> well, Romeo is what I meant. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, I think a very strong episode all around. And I don't think I realized how strong it was until I wrapped it up and then started thinking about it just a, a little bit more uh, with some of these characters that we were introduced to. Yeah, um, like, they're not just the uh, Petra stuff. That stuff's great. That might be the highlight. But, like, when you get to, um, what's it called? What's Fred's area called? Fredland. You get to his house. Yeah, Fredland. You get to Fredland. That's not what it's called. But I think um, it is. No, it's Fred's Keep. I, I looked I'm it up. I'm pretty close, dude. <laughs> that was... Yeah, but close but no cigar, Mitchell. All right. <laughs> but anyway, you get there and like all these villagers here, all these people living here are just they 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 have personalities. They have funny things to say. It's just like a lot of fun characters I want to talk to. Uh, and I think that does just sum up how I feel about this episode. It might be like, I don't want to say I never want to play these episodes, but it might be the first Minecraft episode where it's like, oh, I want to do all of this. I want to talk to these people. I really want to see how this story plays out. Yeah, there's a, we were talking a little bit about whether or not there's a romantic connection implied anywhere between, um, the Jesse character and either Lucas or Petra mm-hmm. uh, in, in previous episodes and correct me if you don't agree. Okay. But I think they made the first actual real step here in this episode towards toward romance a, a... with Petra. Um, tell me why. Tell me why. I'll do that. That was pretty good. <laughs> um, there's a, there's a, a choice that you get hearing Petra explain like just how devastated she is by the passage of time and uh, seeing what happened to Romeo. I almost just called him Ronan. Uh, <laughs> seeing what happens to Romeo uh, makes her realize how she's acting. And then that just makes her break down even further. And she goes, well, what if I'm on an adventure and you can't go? And you have the option to either say, well, I'll wait for you the whole time. Or, if you're going somewhere, I'll be there too. Which one did you pick? I said I was going to be with her. I did too. It's like, Petra, like, re- she wants to leave, but she she's made it clear that friends are, like, so important to her right now. I'm I'm just going to go with her. I'll, I'll go. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I it makes sense now. And, like, it, I think that is... In, in in so many words, Petra asking, um, it's it's Petra asking Jesse, 
are we can we be together um that's that's what i'm talking about here because i i think part of her inner turmoil is her finding out that yes it is in fact very true that friends have their own lives and there's pockets of time in in your life where your friends will be the most important thing and mm-hmm. then you'll split up and they can continue being important to you but you won't see them as much anymore and they won't be your most important thing like they were uh there's there's an interview with one of the creators of the TV show Friends uh mm-hmm. that I think about a lot where he said we had to end the show because it was going on for it had gone on for 10 years there's 10 seasons of Friends and uh-huh. they had to end the show because they started at a point where friends are the most important thing in your life. That circle of friends, that social group that you have is your everything. And then later on in your life, typically, your family becomes that. Um, so that's the end of the show. That's the natural end of the progression. Multiple of the friends in Friends had babies and got married and had their own things going on. Uh, all except Joey. But then Joey had a spinoff that lasted for two seasons <laughs> and no one remembers. Hey, two uh, seasons is pretty good. Two seasons is pretty good. People talk about Joey like it was this absolute failure. It's like, I don't know, man. It, it stands up with some other, like, all right shows. It's yeah, not I good, mean, but it did well. Yeah, I mean, there's plenty of one season wonders out there. I think if you get more than one season, that's something to be proud of. Uh, all this to go back to Minecraft. Um <laughs> I think Petra is realizing that she's not losing her friends. She's finding out what friendship is. Uh, Mm -hmm. She's realizing that, oh, friends leave. And I can see them sometimes. And we can get, we can make schedules to see each other. Right. And we can hang out. We can get dinner. And then I go home where they aren't anymore. And what I want from Jesse, she's realizing in my analysis, maybe, um, is that, oh, I'm in love with this person. I don't want to not see them ever. I don't want to go home after dinner. I, (laughs) you know, like, I think I think she's coming to the realization that that is what adult friendship is. And she has to do it. She has to be part of that. Um, if they're just friends. So she's like asking Jesse, like, hey, I've stopped, stop saying this thing about friends. Maybe we aren't because I want this extra from you. Is that how you feel? And you can tell her yes or no. Um, so I like in, in a, in a very definitive sort of way of like what the definition of romantic relationships versus friendships are without bringing any uh, of like love or sexuality into it i think that she is kind of proposing this this jump to you in that moment so that that's what i'm saying here that that's that's my interpretation of the story um i i don't know if you feel differently from me um but like that to me feels that feels like a difference then that feels different than friendship um I feel like I did not really get that out of it, but I feel like it is a great way to look at it. I feel like it's totally... <laughs> Thanks. Uh, <laughs> hey, man, great job with that little conclusion you made. Yeah, you're going to hang it on the fridge for everyone to see? Come on. <laughs> Mother will be proud of you. When so she you did not old. think it was romantic? I I didn't really get that. I feel it totally could be, but... Yeah, it to me it just felt like uh she I I did like when she's talking about that she's saying like I also want to go out on my own but I don't want to lose you too like I lost every not like she lost everyone else. She gets it. She gets that everyone has their own lives. But Jesse's kind of like the last of that. Like he feels like Yeah a best like it could totally be a romantic relationship to me it just kind of struck me as 
I do not want to have, like, it's fine that I don't see these other people very often. I don't want that with you. I don't want to end up leaving because there is a very real possibility that we just drift apart. Um, well, yeah, but doesn't with, that kind of imply that if she's if she's okay with Axel going to Boomtown, but like mm-hmm. she wouldn't want it to happen with Jesse, doesn't that feel like that's a that is beyond friendship? Or w- would you, in that case, say that that's just a better friendship or a stronger friendship? I think it's just kind of a stronger friendship. I just think she she had a closer connection with Jesse than she did these other people who she's she likes and she wants to see more often. But I feel like it would be more devastating to have that happen with Jesse than it would be, say, Axel. Um, and she doesn't want that to happen, but she also knows she has to leave too, which is why she's in such a hard spot. Because, yeah, she feels like she just has to leave. She can't be in Boomtown. She needs to go out and find her thing. Well, and yes, but like, and, and sorry to cut you off there, but I I think it's important to note that during that she never says she wants to leave on her own. Um, in fact, she's she's like asking the whole time, if I leave, would you just be there to come with me? She she right. always wants you to come with, except for that one time in episode two where she. That was a, a weird episode, I think. <laughs> I think <laughs> there, there was some think, character development stuff in that episode that I don't know if fits with the other ones. See, I think it was just that she did not tell Jesse about it because she just wants to ignore these feelings she's having about possibly growing distant from Jesse. She just thinks, maybe if I just get out of there, it'll be fine. It, it's like ripping off a Band-Aid and it'll be fine, whatever. Like... And and then in this one, she realizes, no, that would suck. I really don't want to grow apart from this guy. And or gal. I feel like, yeah, or gal. And I feel like that could be read in a romantic way, too. But it also could just be, Jesse, you are like my best friend. And it would really get me down if what happened to the others happen to you too just because we're so close but it if that is the way it has to happen it's like she's asking like will you come the choice is will you come with me or will you stay and wait for me well to be clear it's she's not asking you that choice yeah yeah the the game is asking you what you want to say to her in that moment yeah but she is realizing there is uh she just has to get out of here and there's a chance that that's just the way it's gonna have to be like you can't force jesse to come with you Mm -hmm. Uh, but she has to get out of there she has to go do her own thing and it really bums her out that this could happen with jesse and yeah, you could totally read it as a romantic thing. Personally, I didn't, but I could see it being the case as well. Yeah, I I, I think that's a good thing to think about. And um, I do think that how we come out of episode five next week is really going to determine that. Um, yeah, like if it turns out it's a romantic thing, that's awesome. That's great. I'm I'm totally down for uh, Jesse and Petra uh, romance shenanigans, but in the moment, it just didn't really strike me as that. I feel like their friendship is just so strong that I could see it as a relationship, or I could just see it as they are like best friends. And this is the one that would really mess with her, but she's strong enough to take it now. Well, maybe because they're Minecraft people, they're smooth down there, like titanium dice. That's true, yeah. Maybe they just, like, can't have relations. <laughs> well, you can have a relation if you don't have if you don't have anything down there. That's not... Right. That's not re- related. But uh, maybe... maybe uh, have we seen, a, like, a firm couple in this series at all um i feel like we have to have at some point but none are really coming to mind like they're all just kind of like implied like uh jack and nerm yeah jack i mean jack and nerm is a pretty safe 
bet, but yeah, also... but they're not like flat out saying, "Oh, these two are a couple." But I don't feel like they've said anyone is really a couple in this series. Yeah, yeah, like you never have someone screaming, "My husband, you need to perform CPR on my husband." That doesn't happen <laughs> in this. Um Yeah. Hmm. This might be a universe where there is no romance. It's possible. Um, man, was there really no like kiss or anything? Um, they could kiss with their like weird square lips that they put around their mouth when they pucker to say. But words. have they? I don't know if they have, but could you imagine it? I can. I can. I can imagine it because I've seen two cars hit each other, and I imagine it would look pretty similar. <laughs> That's so romantic. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah, whether, okay, whether or not it's romance, romance, or just extremely strong, advanced friendship, yeah. um, either way, there is, I, I think that choice of saying, hey, I'll wait for you the whole time, or I'll just always be there with you, is, um, that's a choice for you, the player, to make about setting a boundary or yeah. announcing uh, desire, mm-hmm. and and because it's like it, it like if you if you think about it, you have to use terms like announcing. Well, you don't have to use the phrase announcing desire, <laughs> but you you have you you can think about it that way, and you can think about it like being with her. That to me is like a lot of context that pushes it toward a romantic thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I get you. That, like, the other option being Lucas, I, I the story has not chosen to take Lucas in that direction. Right. Um, it looked like it might for a bit. That would have been it, interesting. Yeah, and I'm I'm sure there's shippers out there. Um, oh, there always are. That upset by the time season two came around and Lucas was not in that world. Right. Like, he shows up from time to time, but he's not, like, a major story element at this point. Yeah, whereas I could totally see the game ending at the end of the next episode, um, provided they knew it was the last one, which historically has not been the case with Telltale. <laughs> uh, but if they knew it was the last episode of Minecraft, I could see like Petra and Jesse just running off together to live their life together. Um and at that point, I think I would be forced to say romance over strong friendship. But, you know, it, it, I guess um, maybe if there's no romance in this world at all, then it'll it's just whatever it is. Right. But, um, oh, in the in the computer episode, like the, the big computer in the desert, weren't there some uh-huh. family dynamics in there? Um, it's been so long. Does anyone have parents? <laughs> Um, wow, this, is this a completely, like, a completely asexual, asexual world? world entirely? It's possible. It feels pretty possible. Interesting. Yeah, it, it just feels like one of those things that, like, I never questioned before. I, like, up until now, I would have said, well, obviously there's families. But now that you put the thought on my head, it's like, wow, yeah, it really could just be that way. Have we seen a kid? Um, like a young person? I don't know. This is wild. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we we just played twelve episodes of this thirteen episode long game, and we're starting to come to the conclusion: that, like, wait, has there ever been a family? Uh, yeah, I just bought into its reality and didn't question it. And now I'm like, wait, hold on. Yeah, I guess if there's no relationships at all, <laughs> then Petra <laughs> and Jesse aren't in one. So you you win in that case. <laughs> yeah, one point for me. Yeah, if, if there are any romantic relationships anywhere in this world, I think Petra and Jesse are in one. But I I hadn't considered the idea that they don't know what that is. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I feel like that kind of has to be a stretch. I feel like I don't know the fact that you can 
have these characters be so close in a friendship. I feel like there just has to be something that's like a stage further where it's like a romantic thing, but I don't know. I I just feel like it implies that there has to be something more than that in this world. Maybe not, and maybe that's why Petra feels so strongly about it. That's true. Maybe like if that's as high as it goes, then it makes sense that she would feel kind of betrayed if he has less time for her. Yeah. This hmm. this is a very interesting and unexpected way to think about this. <laughs> yeah, I was not expecting that to come out of this episode. Yeah. <laughs> the the question started, are Jesse and Petra romantically involved? And it has ended. Is anyone has anyone ever done romance? <laughs> is is romance even a concept here? Yeah. Uh have you seen the movie yesterday? No. Are are you familiar with the present uh the premise? Not at all. It is a movie where a guy gets hit by a car and for some reason when he wakes up, it's never explained, uh, he wakes up in an alternate reality where uh-huh. everything's exactly the same except he realizes um, the Beatles never happened. Oh, yes, I have heard of this movie. I, okay, I know cool. it now. I just I didn't know the name. Maybe this is a yesterday kind of situation where... It's <laughs> it is exactly a sort of normal fantasy Minecraft universe, except there's n- no one has ever had sex or loved. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder how people are made in Minecraft. <laughs> if someone ever accidentally has sex, they'll be so confused. They'll be like, "What is this? <laughs> oh my god!" It's like Reese's peanut butter cups. What? You got your chocolate and my peanut butter. Okay. Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. Uh, anything else we want to hit? Um, yeah, um, I don't know. I I still think I I'm I'm convinced of what I'm convinced about. We'll have to see, and then maybe we can fight about it next episode. Oh, I mean, I, I don't think you're necessarily wrong. Dustin, like if, shush. We'll fight okay. about it next episode. Yeah, we'll fist fight about it. Thank you. Um, <laughs> That's I, what I, feel like, I feel like I got some really funny lines out of this episode. Like, it just felt like the writing in general was just stronger here than it ever had been. Not yeah. like characters I'm more behind, jokes I'm laughing at more. Uh, the situation, just what they're going through in the episode was fun and exciting. Um, I, at first I was kind of rolling my eyes when they get to, uh, Romeo's challenge. I was like, oh great, another classic Telltale Temple. And it kind of is, but like, I liked the challenge. I liked when they were fighting these big, uh, lava golems. That was fun and exciting. I was like, oh shit, is this like... A telltale boss battle? Damn, I hadn't considered that. You're right. That totally was another dungeon. <laughs> it it was. Like, it, it it's presenting itself in exactly the same way. And I was like, oh boy, here we go. I thought this episode was gonna just be like all things I'm behind and, and down with. But then we get into this temple and I'm excited by it. I am like, this is a big battle on a scale we get sometimes, but like... You're, like, fighting hordes of enemies. You have to make the big lava golem hit, like, specific buttons. It is just a boss fight in a Telltale game. And I enjoyed it. I had a great time just with this whole episode. Um, But back to what I was saying. There were some funny lines in this one. Uh, One is at the beginning when they're talking about uh, Luna, the llama. First of all, I like that Nurm really feels bad for this llama that this llama was left in place yeah. of Nurm. He's it's got giving, some survival skill. Yeah, it, it's giving Nurm definition or uh, some character development in a spot where, like, he's... You can't understand what he says. He j- At first, it felt like he was just going to be a joke character, but now he has turmoil. He has, like, stuff he's thinking about, and that's yeah. awesome. He's so uh, not a joke character anymore that it's making me retroactively confused of like, okay, wait, why why did they do this? <laughs> why did they make this character? Because it's not a joke character, but he's still like... 
Yeah, like he's still just sort of around. Yeah, in, in a way that is kind of funny. Yeah, like he is funny, but they gave him enough where it's like I would feel bad if I lost Nerm to something. Yeah. Here, uh, but there's a point where they're talking about it, and Jack, he's pretty dismissive. He's like, obviously, you made the right choice saving Nerm. And he says, like, she's fine. She's an animal. She's got uh, survival instincts. Yeah. And I was just sitting there thinking, I don't know if that applies to this situation where a llama has to stand on pressure plates to not <laughs> explode. <laughs> what? Okay. I feel like a llama might not deep down know, like, if I leave this room, I am a million pieces. I thought that we might come back for Luna in this episode somehow uh, as we make our way back to the surface, to the real world. Okay. Um, but we went to the real world without passing through the prison again. Luna is still there. <laughs> yeah, to me it feels like a once we handle this whole admin situation, once we don't have someone actively trying to kill us and take over Boomtown, then, not Boomtown, uh, Beacon Town. Town. Uh, sorry, I'm I'm really mixing up my shit today. Um, I love you. It's okay. Th- hey, thanks, man. Um, but, yeah, to me, it just struck me as, like, once all this shit is over with and we're not actively, like, in danger, we will go back to save Luna, and it'll be fine and dandy. Yeah, um, there, there's a part near the end where the uh, giant Enderman latches onto, or, like, imprints on um, Radar. And Radar has a bit of a hero moment where Radar's like, well, clearly it's after me specifically, so I can distract it. And and there's there's no defeating this Enderman. It, it, this is a, yeah. a giant, terrible threat. I'll distract it long enough for you and the friends and Zara and everyone from this town that existed below the bedrock worshipping Fred the whole time. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can just go through the portal. I'll distract it. Uh, and you can choose whether or not you want to give uh, Radar your blessing to do that. Yeah. What did you and do? And like, oh, obviously I let him distract the Enderman. I did At too. First... I was annoyed with Radar. Oh, I liked Radar. I'm <laughs> glad he got to have his like big moment. But I was in the back of my head. I was like, mm, is Petra going to hate me for this? She was just saying like, we all stick together. Is this going to be a classic telltale where I'm f- I'm just boned either way? And Seems I'm like glad no. it wasn't. Yeah, Seems I'm glad so it wasn't. So far. Yeah, Petra was pretty understanding. Uh, and, you know, obviously, I'm he wants to do this. He wants to save this town of people. Because the choice is save this town or leave with Radar. And he is offering to save everybody by distracting this Enderman. Yeah. Like, that just seems like such an obvious pick. Like, it, it's a big choice, but, like, why would I ever just be like, no, Radar, you gotta come fuck all these guys. Yeah, like, there's a choice that they give you before that, which is to say, Radar, look, you don't have to prove anything. Yeah. Uh, and I did say that. And Radar's like, oh, I know, but, you know, there's a town that's gonna die <laughs> if I don't. Uh, so I said, yep, sure, yeah. Um, I hope Petra knows it was only because he was being annoying. I would never d- do it to her. She's not as annoying. <laughs> yeah, uh, totally. Um, I like that they were able to give Radar, uh, an arc that seems to have come to its end where he gets to be a hero. He was pretty on in this episode. Like, there were no, like, points where he was like, I'm gonna wet my pants. I'm so scared. Yeah. Like he yeah. was just like pretty gung ho, just ready to like be there at every point. Like Jesse tells him, like Radar, turn off the the machine. Um, then he is like, "You got it, Jesse. I am just all over this." Good for Radar in this episode. Even last episode, he was kind of like, "I'm gonna be tough, but oh, I'm not really." Here, he's just like, you asked me to do a thing, I am on it, and I am going to save all these people. Good for Radar, this episode. Yeah, I hate this guy. <laughs> he, I, I always liked him, but I get it. 
he he uh sucked until now um <laughs> yeah there, there's a lot of like great little moments in this episode I, there's a trivia contest about fred uh that you engage with versus the people of fred town and mm-hmm. um <laughs> the the person that you go up against is named kent and he's this like old master of the page who just like continues to insist oh i fucking know everything about fred i (laughs) you think you can come in here and say things about a person no no not to the degree that i know about this person (laughs) yeah he's got a great line when you start the uh when you start the trivia challenge he goes that feeling of intimidation totally normal (laughs) yeah kent was great just everyone in this town just had like some sort of personality or just some like little line that made me laugh. Like you find out, uh, you find out that you got to find out the name of Fred's chicken, his favorite chicken. And the guy guarding it is like, hmm, you'll never find out though. You're, there's no way to find out the name of this chicken. And you find <laughs> out by sending the, the little puppy dog after to get it. And then, He's just like, oh, no, Waffles! Waffles, get over here! Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God, Waffles. And he oh, says they so call funny. him Waffles because he could never make a decision. But then they never <laughs> they never show the chicken trying to make a decision. So that's, like, such a weird, like... They've written a joke about what could have happened with the chicken in the past. And they did not show that happening. Yeah, that's just how the chicken is. That's it's just, like you don't you see it all the time. You have to believe us when we say this chicken can't make a decision. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's great. Um, there's another one. Uh, there's a painter named Wanda, and mm-hmm. she will tell you uh, Fred's favorite color if you make a new canvas for her to paint on. And uh, she tells you that his favorite color is lapis blue. And Jesse says, lapis blue, huh, same color as my underwear. And she goes, whoa, mine too. <laughs> yeah, actually, they're She's psyched. <laughs> yeah, that that is the one true pairing yeah. of Minecraft story mode. Um, and also, I just laughed like the first time it said, you learned a Fred fact. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, sick. Awesome. I think this game has a phenomenal use of names. Yeah. They know exactly even, when to name an admin something sort of exotic and cool like Zara or Romeo, but mm-hmm. also when to name an admin something really mundane like Fred. Yeah, totally. Or like what people to give names to, just like normal names in this world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like Wanda. There is, there's a character named Binta, which is a weird name I've, I've never heard before. Uh, I like it. She's yeah. like the the person kind of hosting the trivia challenge, kind of the person in charge of Fred's house. Uh, she was cool. I liked her. You know, yeah, she doesn't do that much. If I have to much. leave uh, Beacon Town to just always adventure with Petra, I think Binta should run Beacon Town instead. Yeah, I'm. I'm interested in seeing where that goes. Like, if you can name someone to watch Beacon Town while you're away. That, oh, it should be, be Lucas. I just remembered Lucas exists. Oh yeah, never mind. It should probably be Lucas. <laughs> <laughs> it is hard to remember he exists. Yeah, I like when he's there, but when he's not, he might as well be a complete stranger. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Luke. Um, yeah. Nothing big, personal, buddy. Big Luke. Um. Oh. I I know you were shrugging off the scene with Ivor. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, I, I thought it I thought it was very funny just to have him come out of nowhere, show up. He's a ninja now. It, that's just all there is. He has decided that is who I am. That mm-hmm. is the way my life has gone. And <laughs> there Some was weird a, things happened, and now I have to do this. I'm a ninja. Yeah, and there's a part where uh, you're you're kind of coming up with a plan with him. And he says, so he didn't know anything about what you're doing other than what you've told him. But he knows that you're trying to find Fred's secret weapon. Mm-hmm. So he's like, uh, it'll give you more time to find Fred's weapon. And Radar goes, wait, how did you know about? And Ivor just goes, I'm a ninja. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's like, all like right. The, the, the first time we saw this character, Ivor with the mask on before we knew it was Ivor, 
was mm-hmm. at the end of episode three in the like post credit sequence, uh, Romeo disguised as Jesse s- six this ninja guy on anyone pretending to be Jesse. Mm-hmm. And it was turns out it's Ivor, uh, and Ivor thinks, well, this isn't something Jesse would do, so he like goes around to Jesse frauds, which are. It really, it's just the real Jesse. Yeah, just and, the one. And tests him to see if uh, to see if it's actually the real Jesse. And I guess we passed the test. <laughs> Good, too. Good thing. Yeah. Man, I, I'd I, like... I don't know if it's possible to fail that, but I, I hope that there's a way Ivor kills you. <laughs> Ivor just slits Jesse's throat. Yeah. And then regrets it. He's like, oh, shit, whoops, sorry. Yeah. Uh, I feel like the fact that I was with Petra should be enough. Yeah, that should be a good sign. Yeah, Ivor, we have been through a lot. You remember it. <laughs> <laughs> I I really like that. Like, Ivor was like... He, he was an antagonist in the first... I don't, he wasn't like the main villain, but he was someone you were going against. And then he was still pretty rough around the edges at the end of season one. I like that now... He comes back, and he's just a friend you're happy to see. Like, it yeah. <laughs> gives you the choice to hug Ivor. I went for it. I went in for that hug. Oh, nice. I said I missed you instead of the hug. <laughs> That's good, too. Well, if you go in for the hug, uh, they they get Petra in on the hug, and she, does not, she doesn't want to. She hates Ivor still. <laughs> She's just like, no, that no, I don't. Sense. No, yeah. no. Mm. All right. I guess we're hugging. Yeah, I mean, remember the first episode of Minecraft Story Mode where Petra is stolen from by Ivor and then he makes a wither storm that destroys everything? Yeah, that's a good reason to dislike him. Yeah, he's come a little bit of a ways. Yeah, and, and to be fair, it I feel like Petra at least, like, likes him enough now. Like, she doesn't, she's not like, get the fuck out of here, you literal piece of human garbage. But she doesn't, like, want to hug him. Yeah. Um, Which is fair. But we- I liked that. I feel like by this point, Jesse and Ivor are very close friends, and Jesse would hug this strange man. I think it's just silly that at the end of episode three, there the stinger is, and this guy, this ninja, is going to go hunt Jesse. And then in this episode, the resolution of it is uh, he is Ivor and decided not to, and then goes away, <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> Uh, it's yeah. not even like the conclusion of the episode. It's just the, in the middle <laughs> of the episode that happens. To be fair, I'm kind of glad it pay- played out the way it did. I mean, maybe it would have been interesting, but like with all the stuff that happened in this episode, I don't know if necessarily just having like an assassin out to kill Jesse would add that much to it. But what did add to it was, oh, this, it, it turned out this was an old friend that we're happy to see and gave us a very memorable scene. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, I'm trying to think of some anything else to talk about. Um, oh, what armor did you pick? The damaged danger. Ooh, any reason why you went with that one? They look pretty the same as each okay. other. <laughs> so but there's uh, some differences. Yeah, this was like a, a nice little shoulder plate thing. Mm-hmm. Seemed good. I don't, what did you pick? I picked the feeling cute armor. Nice, nice. Yeah, and it didn't even have anything to do with the name. I didn't even notice the name until after I picked it because I just thought it looked better. I just thought it had like a nice dash of red. I was like, oh, that one looks pretty good. I mean, they all look pretty similar, but that one's standing out. And then I saw it was called Feeling Cute. And I said, you know what? I got to do it. Um, Yeah, so th- we, we should talk about the fact that the whole episode, the larger like quest you're on, is to find Fred's secret weapon. That's what Uh Zara says exists down here. Fred has a secret weapon that can take down Romeo, but Fred is dead, uh, so we need to go to uh, the house, the home, and find where they are because that's... uh, or where he left it because that's the only thing that you can take him down. So you go to Fred's town first uh, and you explore his house where it says that no it's actually in this other house so you go to that house um and the um the the resolution of that is that you find a book it was fred's journal 
And uh, that journal entry was just really affecting. It was written directly to Zara. It was like, Zara, if you're reading this, Romeo's gone too far and I'm dead. Um, Mm -hmm. And it ends by saying the secret weapon, which is hashtag potato 451. Yeah. Yep. (laughs) That's what the secret weapon is. Uh, They call Mm. it a, a word of passage, which if you rearrange that is... A password so um <laughs> that's i'm sure what, what that actually is representing is uh the admin logon privileges right if you have that password uh hashtag potato 451 you can log into the server as an admin do you think jesse's gonna become an admin hmm Maybe it's like hercules where he can become an admin but he chooses not to so he can go on adventures with petra Mm. Maybe they both are admin. That could also be. Uh, that That's what I was talking about earlier. I'm excited to see how this story plays out. It could, who it could who go else in could directions. be an admin? What if Lucas is the admin? What if Radar's an admin? What if Radar's the admin? What if, what if that's Waffles? How we, that's how Luna gets out. She becomes an admin. Yeah, she's like, I can just get out and it's fine. <laughs> uh, yeah, what? Okay. Big, big, big question. What if we leave Luna down there? (laughs) (laughs) I think there's a not 0% chance that that's what happens. Yeah, I'm thinking that too, which is crazy, right? Like, like, we just sort of leave her. (laughs) Yeah, like, it's one of those things where I'm making all the decisions to have Jesse say, no, we're going to come save her. But I could totally just see it like, well, we just ran out of time in the story to do it. Yeah, because, like, if Radar stays down there, I'm thinking, like, oh, man, that is a bummer. But Radar made that sacrifice and knew what he was doing. Mm-hmm. If Luna stays down there, <laughs> we're kind of jerks for that. <laughs> yeah, don't worry, Mitchell. She has uh, survival instincts. Well, I I hope that means anything. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it does. <laughs> um. Oh, one last thing before we go into our segments. There's a song at the end of this episode. Where? During the credits. It's a song sung by Jack. I think I missed it. Yeah, it's 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 called Jack's Lament. And I I didn't really like listen to what it was saying because I was kind of I was trying to set up my equipment to start recording this very podcast. But One, it was just surprising they did, like, a brand new song for Minecraft story mode with lyrics and everything. Well, they did one in the end of the first season, too. Oh, did um, they? What's his name? The guy who was in the Order of the Stone who um, cheated using the command block. Um, I forget his name. by John Hodgman. The guy with the mustache? Yeah, the the orange-haired John Hodgman voice. Yeah, I I don't remember his name, but I know who you're talking about. He I had a song he about loving song. the Enderman. Oh, right. Yeah, this one was just more Jack being sad. This one was like Jack's lament. Um, It was a good song. I liked how it sounded. I would just need to, like, listen to it again to hear the lyrics. I'm but I was just surprised it was stone. there. Um, yeah, who, uh, 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 um, Soren. That's it. Soren the Architect. Yeah, Soren. Yeah. Over California. Soren was supposed to, like, we were talking about Soren coming back in some way, or being connected to something bigger than himself. Mm-hmm. Because, uh, like, there were books by Soren that were found all over the, um, the DLC episodes. Right. Remember that? And then Soren never really came back in a big way. True, yeah. Huh. To be fair, I'm not, like, super upset about not getting more. I'm not upset about it. I'm just more confused of, like, well, if that was the story, that should have been what season two was about. Yeah. Well, I don't know. It's tough for me to say that when I have been enjoying season two overall for what it is. Sure. I I guess I just, I would wonder why they did that if they weren't going to make season two about that. 
maybe just something, maybe just setting up something that they could explore when they felt like it. Maybe like if they thought they were going to get more after season two, they could have said, oh, this, we can explore this more in season three. Maybe that can be what season three is about, but we want to do this with the admin for season two. Yeah. It's kind of, it's kind of impressive, like how strongly there is nothing else in uh, like the second half of season one about the order of the stone. There's nothing else in season two about the old builders. Um, Like they really move on when it kind of feels like there's more of a, there's more lore about those things that they brought up that they are kind of hinting at, but they they always move on like completely to the next Ye- arc. Yeah. Um, I think that's a totally fine way to do it though. I mean, just doing yeah. new oh, yeah. stuff you want to do. No yeah. need to like, it's there when they want to. Uh, not anymore. <laughs> yeah. Not right now. No, yeah. they, they, they made all the episodes Every... they're ever going to make of this. Yeah. Oops. Except for the movie we'll see we still don't know how that's gonna play out yeah no it's possible we were saying it before it's possible they just moved away from it being a minecraft story mode story but who knows we'll see i mean the reason they went with the name jesse instead of steve in minecraft story mode is because they wanted it to be uh more unisex so you could use other people can call you jesse all the time and it's fine right Mm -hmm. um that makes sense so with the rumors that there's a character Steve in the movie, I'm thinking that's not necessarily a sign that it's not story mode. I think that's yeah. just they would you they would call the character Jesse Steve. In... Yeah, because Steve is the more marketable name that people know with Minecraft. And it, <laughs> you can just call him Steve and he could still just be like the same character Jesse is. Is Steve a more marketable name? It is for Minecraft. People I guess know, so. People know Minecraft Steve more than they know Minecraft Jesse. Yeah, and, and because of Smash Bros, people don't put a question mark at the end of it anymore. Yeah. Um, yeah, exactly. So it would make sense to be like, well, we got to have Steve in the in the movie. Yeah, they don't even have to spell it with a question mark. For a while, if you bought a Steve figure, like a Minecraft official thing, it was S-T-E-V-E question mark is how you spell Steve. Interesting. Uh, because when they asked... Like the, the do you know the origin of the name Steve? No. Uh it was very early on, like within the first year or two of Minecraft existing. Um Notch was still readily like available online and people were asking him all these lore questions about Minecraft. Mm-hmm. And they asked Notch, uh, so what's the player character's name in Minecraft? Uh <laughs> and he goes, Steve? Steve? With like a question mark. And because of that, they like it, they always said that his name was Steve with a question mark right after it. I don't know. I don't know if I love or hate that. Yeah, like he he made it up on the spot, formed it in the phrase of a question because he didn't know himself, and that's like there was there was merch with mm-hmm. that printed on it. That's so funny because I like if I had played Minecraft. I never would have thought to ask that. Like, to me, it just would have been like, oh, that's, no. That's this... me. I, it's whatever I call yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It's like Animal Crossing. You don't, like, it's not like the main character's name is Villager. It's just whatever you name them. It's supposed to be you. That, that, I would just assume that. It's wild to me that someone would think, so what's the name of this guy? <laughs> Especially for a yeah. game like Minecraft where you can use skins and stuff. Like, the point is kind of customizing a character. Yeah, it's very strange. I I guess it's it's like one of those Pokemon trainer things where like in Gen One, the Pokemon trainer is really just whatever you call him. But then you like see that character from another perspective in Gen Two, and they have to give it a name. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it, that character becomes Red after that point forevermore. Yeah, um, th- there might have been something like that going on where it was suddenly more important to know the default name of the Minecraft protagonist. Yeah, I, I mean, I can totally see that, too. I just never would have come to that. I would have just, <laughs> yeah. yeah, obviously it would just be who you are. Interesting. That's, you gave me a little history lesson. I know a thing or two. Hmm. Uh, what do you think the significance of hashtag potato 451 is going to be? Um, I mean, you were saying it's just the password. Oh, well, it might yeah. Just, but... It might just be 
oh, no one will ever guess this login password. Yeah, I, I was I was maybe coming at it from a, do you think he really likes potatoes? Oh, maybe. Do you think, like, Romeo is, like, a big potato guy? Or f- Fred, Fred. Either one, maybe. I don't know. Maybe they all love potatoes. Yeah, maybe it's an admin thing. Maybe it's an admin thing. Maybe um, in order to become an admin, you need to eat 451 potatoes. <laughs> That's going to be all next episode. <laughs> Yeah, it's like a real-time, quick-time event of peeling and boiling and eating potatoes. (laughs) You get an achievement. It's like, uh, chapter two complete, eat 100 potatoes. (laughs) Chapter three complete, eat 100 more. Um, Yeah, let's head into our segments. I'm feeling healthy about this episode. I am too, just surprised all around. Maybe surprise isn't the right word, because I feel like these episodes have been, in general, I've been into them. But yeah, this episode just, so far, is the Minecraft episode. It just took me by surprise. Yeah. um, Episode two, I think we really didn't love. Uh, Yeah. But like one, three, and now four. This this season's strong. Pretty strong. This this season's a a pretty strong one. Yeah, totally. I, I don't know if I could put it up there with like Walking Dead, of course, but... I hate to say it, I might be enjoying Minecraft Story Mode Season 2 more than, like, Batman, maybe. More than Batman, maybe more than Guardians of the Galaxy. I like it more than Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, I think so, too. I mean, I I think you liked Batman more than I did, not that I disliked it, but I think I'm a little more into Story Mode Season 2 than I was Batman Season 1. Yeah, you know, uh, I did, I did like Batman, um... I, I th- I'm really excited for Batman season two. Oh is, yeah, is what I'll say. I like. I, I think ex- that'll I'm determine excited. how I feel about it because it totally. had some things that it didn't really uh, complete on. Yeah, I just felt like season one of Batman was a little dry for my taste, but season two could be a lot better. Yeah, I mean, I'm the idiot that liked the Game of Thrones game, so uh, <laughs> I definitely put Minecraft over Game of Thrones. I I don't know. I don't know. Uh, okay, so who's your weekly guy? I gotta give it to Ivor. I loved his scene. I was happy to see him. He made me laugh. But this episode has a lot of good contenders for Weekly Guy. So who's yours? Uh, I went with Kent. That was not one of the ones I was expecting when I just said that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, I went with Kent. I really liked uh, just this. That's so funny. Just this funny old asshole who (laughs) thinks he knows more about Fred than you. Even though you know two of the admins. And he clearly has not met any of them. (laughs) Yeah. That's such a funny pick. I love it. Yeah, he's a funny guy. Um, Yeah, but this episode did have a lot of really good characters. Like, you're not hot on radar, but this was a good episode for him. Uh, Zara was really good in this episode. Zara was great. I almost gave it to Petra. Petra's great in this episode, too, yeah. Uh, But... Zara's not not to backtrack, but Zara's voice actress, uh, she's April Stewart, and uh, she's just killing it in this episode. She's really selling something as ridiculous as a person upset about not having their bed. And even all the other characters are kind of like a bed. What the fuck is up? But like you can tell this was very important to her, like not like the bed physically, but like she was saying like. I'm not going to rest until I'm out of here. And then she gets here and just everything's Mm -hmm. gone, including her bed. She can't even rest. And that really messed with her. That sucks. And she just did a great job in this episode. Yeah. Uh, But but Ivor made me laugh. Yeah. Totally. Great stuff. Yeah. Very strong. Um, What was your... Golden moment. My golden moment was the, um, it's when it, this is sort of a nebulous one, but it's, it's like where it clicked mm-hmm. that Petra's, um, anxiety about being left behind by you or just ignored by you is an analog for what Romeo was going through. Mm-hmm. Um, they had not brought those stories together yet. And, it makes both of them seem so much more important, uh, both the Romeo stuff and the Petra stuff. Yeah. Um, 
yeah so for them to to like really fit those together in in a complex but simple way works works out really well uh it was my favorite part of the episode for sure totally it's great very good scene yeah how about yours mine is not like as important with as that but it 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 did just kind of really make an impression on me i just liked the lava golem fight uh, oh, yeah. there's not a there's not a whole lot to it even but like it was the first time where i felt like this is just them putting a boss battle in a telltale game and like we've had like confrontations with villains before we've had things that could uh be classified as a sort of boss battle but this is the first time where i felt like oh this is just like a fight with a big creature you need to trick him into pressing these buttons it was just like a new feeling for a telltale game uh like i said i don't want to seem like it was some like super clever uh thing they're doing it was just it it was just a new feeling i got from it that i enjoyed um yeah totally uh choice cut mine is i think what we talked about the the being with petra or waiting for yeah. her when she comes back yeah whether or not to go with petra and it's interesting because at the end you get the choice to leave to let radar kind of save the day and it feels like that's supposed to be the big one you know it does the like slow-mo which one will you pick which one's it going to be yeah but yeah this part with petra just felt like way more impactful yeah i i completely agree it was uh it, just a very strong choice and it, it was a choice that for me really made me retroactively go back and think like oh wait what is how do i feel about petra what's the what am i willing to give up and what am i actually interested here in doing here like do i care about being the champion of beacon town actually um mm-hmm. I don't personally I feel like Jesse at least for me might not even care that much like even at the beginning he was like no I'm going on adventures with you guys obviously like I love Beacon Town I want them to be safe but yeah maybe Jesse's just not like the type to rule a town yeah like we're ostensibly doing what we're doing right now because Jesse is saving Beacon Town by doing this and Petra is doing it because she wants an adventure but like, are those, is is it coincidental that that lines up or are we just going to keep going on adventures with Petra? Uh, and that might mean like, well, if Beacon Town's in trouble again, someone else will have to save them. And, you know, we can't guarantee that they'll do as hard of a job as we would. So it's mm-hmm. tough. It's a, it's a hard decision. Yeah, it is tough. But I feel like if Jesse leaves Beacon Town... Lots of characters in this cast have proven that they could step up and uh, take care of them for him. Uh, yeah, that, that's true. Uh, not Radar, though. I don't like him. And with <laughs> that, uh, that's been this episode. That's been Minecraft Story Mode. Season 2, Episode 4, Below the Bedrock. Uh, please subscribe anywhere you want to. So you'll get a notification that we will release another podcast episode and next one is going to be so so much more interesting than this one if you are interested in this one because it's going to be the culmination of the story we're talking about yeah specifically if you're really into minecraft story mode season two and want to see how it plays out this next episode will not be one you want to miss yeah uh in the words of tim rogers it's good especially if you like it Yeah, and in the words of Mitchell Wolf, have a great summer. Bye!